0: Welcome to the Boss Babe, Share Your Business, Learn and Teach podcast. Here women come together from around the world, different backgrounds, faiths, views, expertise and countries with the common goal to lift others up, share their expertise and present their most beautiful jewels of wisdom in business and in life. We're here to spread love, health and wealth around the globe in massive, long lasting ripples. My name Jenna Martin and it's an honor to be here with you today. Get a cup of tea or your favorite drink and enjoy! looks like we're live hello everyone welcome back to the boss babe share your business learning teach podcast um, my name is jenna martin i'm here just to connect women around the world so that we can all share what we know and also learn from each other and that's the basis of this podcast um, we have wonderful women coming forward around the world sharing their knowledge their gifts their talents to help everyone rise so we can make this world a better place um, today we have joe jo- Jodi Mealy, she's the heart-centered entrepreneur and also a good friend, Um, just someone who's been around for me at least since the beginning and just has reflected beauty and she's got so much to offer and comes from, she was the most heart-centered person that I spoke to so it's funny once I found out that was your name, the name of your business, it was perfect. So Jodi, will you tell us a little bit about you and what you do?
1: ah oh, thank you yeah. um, you you were one of my favorite people too and when we when we met was i think it was just at the beginning of covid starting yeah, yeah. So it was a very interesting time and i believe people should always kind of do what their brilliance is and then ask for help where you're not the brightest and so with the whole covid going online i i wasn't really you know um I needed help and Jenna was a person that I reached out to oh. <laughs> great presence online she's great at marketing and you know like you can speak so authentically in your words like written word where that's not my gift
0: oh. <laughs> you're authentic it just needed a little bit of like attention grabbing right. one of the most authentic people i know <laughs> yeah. thank you yeah
1: so that's where i hosted two summits called the heart-centered entrepreneur series and jenna was one of my wonderful speakers um that i've been in sales and doing sales training and leadership it's it's difficult to say but over 26 years now so my I have six kids and I started when child, yeah, thank you. Um, one of my oldest boys was just like a couple months old and I had an older daughter. So we have my my current spouse, we have two his, two mine and two together. That's so cool. I started in business when my children were younger, I wanted to get out of the house, I wanted to have real conversations with people again. And so that's when I got into a direct sales company, quickly rose up the ranks and then people were asking me, "How are you doing that?" Blah blah blah. And then I and then I had to learn how to train what I was doing because a lot of people, you just assume like I was raised in a direct sales or a entrepreneur like family. My dad was a school teacher, but always had some kind of side gig on the on. That's you know awesome. Yeah, and so I was raised literally on like the laps of like people like Zig Ziegler was one of. I was 9 years old when I first met him, and those were just the kind of people that I grew up and around, and so it didn't dawn on me that people don't always know how to authentically run a business.
0: That's big. Yeah, and I can relate. Um, My dad had his own business um, and different side things, so I grew up around, it's almost like a way of thinking. Um, but it can be very natural and authentic. So it's amazing that you can teach it. Um, and you're such an amazing teacher the way you express things. I tend to be more general and I love how specific your the way you convey things are so that people really get it. Yeah, and that's been
1: a learning curve too, right? Because yeah. You're not always talking to like, I I teach personality dimensions. That's sort of the tool I use to coach people. And there's four different personalities. But again, I didn't know I was doing this naturally, but then having a tool that can help support me and then people go, oh, I get it. And when I was in leadership and leadership development with um, as regional vice president of a company at the time, and they had asked me to do, you know, sales and leadership training for them and i really had to think about it because i'm like i don't know how to teach or train that and so that's how you actually learn the most is when you at least for me i get thrown into it first
0: and then i learn how to do it Yeah. And it sounds like you do it from a heart-centered space. So, if someone just for people listening who may still have their 9 to 5 jobs or maybe are meeting certain like limitations they have to overcome in their business or being thrown into the mix and having to learn, how do you come back to your heart <laughs> and know what to do in those situations cuz a lot of people fear can make you jump out of your heart. So, how did how did you have the wisdom or what tools did you use to come back down to make better decisions
1: okay so I always relate everything to a story right I'm very story orientated yeah and so one year um when I was pregnant with our last child so child number six I was actually on bed rest for about six or seven weeks before he was born and then on bed rest six or seven weeks after. (laughs) So it was Uh a very long haul, but I was, like I said, a regional vice president within my company at the time and I didn't want to lose my ranking. And so I'm like, what can I do? So the one thing that I did was I did business literally from my bed. Back then, this is 18, he's 18 now. So back then we didn't have Zoom, we didn't have internet, we didn't have a lot of the tools that we have now that would probably made that, you know, as in COVID. I felt like I was in COVID because you're housebound, you had whatever. And so I literally had my phone and I just did like six calls a day and i on purpose you know phoned my downline phoned past customers phoned past hostesses and i kept my business going by doing that and and it really made me center about being more heart centered because i think at that time i had been in this business already 9 years and i think i lost a little bit of being that heart centered authentic um style And that year made me focus on connection, connection Mm. Knowing who I was connection, knowing who my team was connection, and knowing my customers and having that space of not being able to go out and physically do shows or do sales trainings or the monthly trainings that I was supposed to be doing within the company. I had to modify it. Wow so yeah and then out of that year um it actually i boosted my my income that year um i actually won a national award that year by increasing my business by 125 percent
0: no way Tony, that's so cool <laughs> Yeah. yeah <really>? <laughs>
1: business years and out of that end of the year because at the beginning of the year it was in January and I had him in April so at the beginning of the year I had taken the personality assessment to be a coach and a facilitator and I used that as a tool with throughout the year and so at the end of the year when I won this national award and I was flown off to Toronto for um five five yeah I think it was five days all paid expenses and stuff like that and i didn't feel like i had earned it because i did my business that year in a very non-traditional way Mm -hmm. i wasn't hosting monthly meetings i wasn't doing you know
0: um typical typical
1: things that were building other people's business and yet my business increased by a crazy amount and so when i was there so this is part of my story, right? So while I was there, um, the president of the company had had us all write down, you know, like if you had no limitations on you and your business and whatever, what would you really want? And I immediately wrote down to train women in personal development so that they would never be where I'm at right now, where I'm at this amazing event. I earned this top award in Canada, and yet I didn't feel like I deserved it. And I did not ever want another. Whoop, get teary already. Whenever oh, I think of this, because I just, I just want women to know that you are worthy, that you have to offer. People want right, and I didn't want. Um, I didn't want any women to feel that. You couldn't enjoy, your just rewards
0: as well, wow. very, very much. I have goosebumps. <laughs>
1: yeah. that, that was a huge turning point for me. And then that's where I decided to do personality dimensions um, as my own business and well, not well. have be part of a sales company or direct sales with products, but develop my own. And then this is where we come into this, what we're going to talk about, the four quadrants of a business, because I had no idea stepping out onto my own as an, my own entrepreneur, what that really meant and how okay. the different hats that people have to put on. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So a lot of, most of the women in Boss Babe are just starting out. Like all of this is new. So learning to connect with people, especially online when it's not face to face and still having that again heart-centered spirit and then how to make seals when you don't know someone very well and yeah it's a process so i feel like um i'd really love if we could just dive right in i'd love to hear about the four quadrants i don't know if you want to dive in that fast but you've got my attention Yeah. yeah that's what it's all about um so there's four different
1: quadrants of a business that when you are starting out that you have to look at and again Maybe one of these quadrants you might be really great at. Like I, I can identify because I know I've known Jenna now for almost two years.
0: Can you Yeah. Uh,
1: time flies. Um so I kind of <laughs> know where Jenna probably is on this quadrant, but she can answer herself. Um but the first quadrant that people look at is behind the scenes or the tech. Okay, oh, Yeah. very important, <laughs> especially if you're going to be building a business online or even if you're going to be doing it offline, or even if like I sold furniture in a furniture store for quite a while too. Even if you do that, you still need the behind the scenes, the tech behind it, like a lot of people will go on and check out a website before they walk into the store or walk into your space, correct?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so behind the scenes and tech. And even knowing what we're doing here today, like if you are going to host a podcast or you're going to be coaching people, do you know how to start a Zoom? I mean, we're all getting pretty good at it now.
0: (laughs) Or video editing.
1: (laughs) Or video editing.
0: That's
1: a cap. That's definitely a cap that people can wear. It's not, I've learned to do it because on a shoestring budget when I first started out, I was a tech person, <laughs> so I knew how to design. So it's good to start with that because even if that's not what you love to do, um, I think you should know the essentials of how to go in and do your own, you know, how to make a blog post, how to change a picture on your website, you know. I think that those are important skills that yeah. that every person should kind of know and understand. So that's the one quadrant of a business is having a place where people can get to know you, right? Right. Know who you are, what you stand for. And I would suggest to anybody that if you don't own your name, go and buy a domain name. The first one you should buy should be your name.
0: I agree. I have changed so many times since I first started my business, and yes, I am all boss, fame, share, your business, learn, and teach. But I'm so many other things now too. So that I, I wish I had known that in the beginning. Yes, yeah. and I actually work part
1: time in a law office too, and I start new corporations for people. And that's one of the big things for corporations is having a name so up here in canada it's probably the same in the states that you have to do a name request or whatever but that would be the first thing is that if you get big enough and you need to you know um you own shares you want to do anything like that but you definitely need to have your your name reservation so you can do that legally and then you can go and buy the domain and if and if it is something that maybe someone else has taken your name already, um, I'm lucky enough that with Jody Mailey, the only other Jody Maley that I've come across is a NASCAR driver and a dude. So
0: <laughs> The other Jenna Martin's a photographer okay (laughs) (laughs) i get it (laughs) so so if that name is
1: taken then just make it a little bit longer put your first name in there put your initial put something in there just to differentiate Mm -hmm. um i know some people who have very common names who have gone and maybe put in the Jody Maley or something like that. There's yeah, there's yeah. ways around it and you can definitely and buy it in your own country. Try to buy the .com, but I also own, I'm in Canada, so I own Jody Mailey.ca as well. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And so the third quadrant, because I'm going to go kind of backwards, okay. um, the third quadrant of a business that you should be looking at is traffic. So once you have that behind the scenes, you need traffic and in a brick and mortar business like when I worked for a direct sales company I didn't really worry about the traffic so much right because it's a home party plan business so I relied on going into someone's home I book sh- four shows so essentially wow. you know I would have bookings all the time so for me that was traffic right. Um, But if you are an entrepreneur and you have your own business, then all of a sudden you are looking at, okay, now that you have this beautiful website built or you have a Facebook page and Facebook's going to be changing. So we've got to be wary of, you know, not putting all your apples in just one cart, which we've heard before, but maybe you want to then beef up your LinkedIn if that's where your, your clients are going to be or um, Instagram or whatever. Um, But you need to get the traffic and the eyeballs there. So, Traffic, if you aren't an expert at this, I wouldn't recommend going out and some some traffic you can buy. So if you do want, you have a Facebook, um, like we had an event today. So if we wanted traffic to that, you could, you know, about 10 days before, and it doesn't cost much, like really $5. Um, I boost a lot of my videos on Facebook. Okay. And with a boost of just like, Three dollars sometimes because I'll pay for the five, but it might only get boosted, Um, and I'll go from like zero views to a minimum fifteen hundred up to like forty five hundred.
0: So amazing! That's great. Yeah, just
1: a small boost. Small boost. Yeah. Small boost. It doesn't take a whole lot to get that traffic to that. Um, But if you know traffic experts and that's not your expertise, by all means, you know pay for it
0: <laughs> yeah especially virtual assistants there's a lot of virtual assistants in boss babes um so you can always ask a question Ooh. yeah and just say hey, this is what i want can you recommend someone and Perfect. that's a lot of well, we
1: talk after i'll have you recommend a few people okay. to me i have a free quiz that i did a few months ago
0: cool.
1: yeah and then um your second quadrant is marketing and I think that this is where you are really good. It's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, and lots of people put sales and marketing together, but I really want to differentiate that those are different
0: quadrants. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Because a lot of people will hire a sales and marketing person and the marketing will be done great, but they don't get the sales yeah. or vice versa. They think they can just sell something and not really warm up your audience. So that's what I kind of view marketing as is the words that are um that you used to relate to your audience to make yourself known and likable and that people can that know, like and trust factor, right?
0: Yeah.
1: That's where the marketing is. And um that's not my strong suit. That's why I rely on beautiful people. <laughs> oh, thanks. Like Gemma. I actually have hired a marketing coach that I've been working with. And again, I just kind of think that when you're first starting out, you seem to wear these four hats because I think it's good that people kind of know, have a bit of knowledge. But don't frustrate yourself so much to the point that it's costing you because you feel all these pieces have to be perfect, perfect, perfect before you get to the first quadrant, which is sales. And that's where I excel. Um, I love sales and the authentic sales. And I don't think in 26 years of doing this that I've ever been told, well, at least not to my face, that I'm pushy, pushy or aggressive or anything like that. Um, I think sales conversations, there's three parts to them. You mm-hmm. have the intro part where you're getting, you know, Talking about your business, then you have the actual conversation, and then you have the closing. And um, people stumble maybe in the first, second, or third part of that, or all of it. (laughs) All of it. (laughs) And I mean, sales—you know—people join a business or they get a great idea, and then they probably have those three quadrants. But then, when it comes to the sales, that's what keeps people in a business. Yeah. That's what keeps them in a group. or Because there's nothing more exhilarating than to know that you did a great service and that you got paid for it and that you can go and celebrate, right?
0: And you know what? At least to me, that's the basis of sales. If you go in with that attitude of being of service and providing transformation and just seeing if they're good At least I know you can make 10 times as many sales as I can, but but that for me has helped the most what you just said of providing a great product or service so you go in confident.
1: And and I think there's a myth, and this is a myth buster that we'll put out there right now. You know, a lot of people believe or are taught by their either upline or people who are coaching them or helping them with sales and stuff. And you've probably heard this, you know, you need to have a hundred no's before you can get that yes. And I'm like, how defeating is that? That's horrible. (laughs) Who's ever given that advice? Stop. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think that's on average or something, but please do better. (laughs) Right? Yeah. And and the thing is, is
1: that the truth is,
0: is that if you can get to know who
1: you are as a sales, like your authentic sales style. So that's my, my giveaway today too, by the way. Um, If you get to know who you are, and they're comfortable with how you talk about your product or service, then sales becomes a lot more natural, it becomes a lot more authentic. It becomes, like you said, it becomes a service versus, yikes, hey, Jenna, I do this, and blah, 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 blah And then the person's like, I didn't even oh. want to know all that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and, and information overload. So that's part of... Um, the sales profile analysis that I for people for free. And then you can just, you know, for now anyways, until I get too busy, but I really do want to connect with people knowing where, what type of business you do and is your sales working for you? Are you struggling a bit? Like let's talk about it. And so that's why I developed this sales profile analysis. It's totally free. Ooh. Totally cool. free. I want it. (laughs) And and so you can just go in and I will walk you through a bunch of questions just to see where are you the strongest? Because as with the four quadrants of a business where you could probably put on that cap of I really am good at this, I'm not so great at that. And same thing in a sales conversation. It's like I'm really good at introducing myself to people. And I'm good at telling them what the product is, and then oh man, I don't even have a closing. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you don't ask people for a credit card. You're you're not really going to get too far
0: ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that makes sense. So, and, and so it then, just talks about having knowing what your sales style is, and then
1: speaking your ideal client's language.
0: Mm. Powerful. Can you tell us a little bit more about what that means? Yeah. So when you actually have, um, so
1: speaking your ideal client's language is asking the questions that lead them to back to you. So if you, if somebody has like, I know with your boss, babes group, you know, that you love, learn and teach with people, right? Like that's sort of your, your motto. Mm -hmm. And so when people kind of go, Oh, I would like to learn a little bit more about that. Okay. So then you've already kind of got their attention. And I know that you do this so wonderfully where you just lead them into a conversation, speaking, their language of what they are looking for. And this all comes down to really knowing your ideal client and really the results that they're looking for versus I have, I have this amazing product. This is the company. It's been in business for 25 years, blah, blah, blah. People don't really want to know that. I mean, if they do, they'll ask, but really they want to know of I'm over 50, (laughs) Do you have a product that's going to make me look a little bit younger? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I want to know. And yeah. How do
0: I use it once I have it? Yeah. Can I give an example real Quick of that, so I'm also an acupuncturist, and I was telling people the history of acupuncture. I was going into the (laughs) twelve channels and all the things. And one day, this guy, I was overstimulated that day, and he wanted to know all this information. I'm not usually in a bad mood. I was in a bad mood (laughs) that day, and I said, "You know what? If you come in on Tuesday, I'll hit this point, and we'll drain all the inflammation out of your neck." and I learned and he came in. And then after that, almost everyone who I spoke to, more from a peaceful, happy place, <laughs> um, came in. I had almost a 100% turnaround from talk. It wasn't about me. It was about them. And, of course, you have to love what you do and share about you, too. But yeah. just to, like you said, story, paint a story or a picture around what you're sharing. That was my biggest lesson in sales.
1: Right. Because <laughs> all he cared about was the fact that you, I have pain right here. Yeah. And instead of going through all your, which you know, yeah. you know all the steps, you know all the nuances. But really, he just wanted to know, can you fix the pain? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And And sometimes that we get so caught up in, you know, how we can make things for people and just forget that, you know what? Just bring back the humanness mm-hmm. of what you were doing because we are all humans. And that's the other thing too, especially in this day and age, is that people rely on a Facebook post or an Instagram thing and they can't understand why they're not having sales. Sales is really people People do business with people. And so you have to have an actual conversation with people. And I think that people are more enjoying that now too that oh you took the time out and I was I was against the free assessments and stuff but I'm like I just don't have time I don't have time and I'm, I'm so busy with all these other things and my marketing person was like but it comes down to people Jody. <laughs> I'm like
0: ah oh shoot great <laughs> right,
1: And I've been having actually so much fun doing these assessments and getting wow. to know people a little bit more. And it's a no pitch thing, by the way. You just come in. I'll do the assessment for you. And so that you can really um, assess what your sales style is, kind of where, where are you right now? Where do you want to be? And what's kind of holding you back right in this minute? And this little se- assessment just kind of nicely and gently and authentically, you know, shows people how.
0: Yeah. I don't know if that's what you did with me when we first started talking. I don't know if it was the same system. But you, I I don't know. Well, I think, yes. Yeah, so I was not in a good place with my life when I when you first came into my life and I was saying no to everyone for (laughs) everything (laughs) and there was something about you and I think it's because you really wanted to get to know me you asked very thoughtful perceptive questions that were non-intrusive but also pushing me to look at myself Um, and you also you kind of command a loving presence you command the person to come forward and see their beauty um, so for anyone watching, you're just going to, if you want someone to sit with you and see you and take you to the next level, Jodi's amazing. She gave me belief in myself during a time when no one was really around for me um, and helped me see um that boss babe was something big and it was something to think about and to really heavily consider being proud of. And it's just not something I had let myself do. do. So it's interesting that you started off with the story of allowing yourself to celebrate yourself. Um, So I highly recommend speaking with her and just having her, you know, a connection um, Jody, who do you normally work with? So our Boss Babe Group, we have a lot of wellness coaches, social media business coaches, virtual assistants, boutique owners, uh, makeup artists. Um, who normally, typically resonates and does really well with your programs? Like who, if they're watching, um, they're watching. Um, yeah.
1: so I think anyone who is an entrepreneur, obviously. Yes. yes. <laughs> <too>. <laughs> That's sort of the first thing. Um, I do have some men who have jumped into some of my programs, but traditionally, mostly women entrepreneurs. I have a high direct sales and in-store, like I've sold uh, lots of products in a furniture store, jewelry store i've sold you know various other things but basically anyone and it doesn't matter if you are as a coach virtual online offline but if you're having sales conversations and you're not getting what you would consider enough yeses and That's that's very powerful so that's who i love to work with is people who are struggling in sales conversations not getting, they may be having conversations and they walk away going, I thought I gave a great presentation. Why did no one buy? It?
0: Yeah. <laughs> then I think that's a that's common where, feeling. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's where I love to step in. And I also love developing with coaches or people who are maybe looking at adding on to their team or they have a team. And, um, So one of my most recent um, people who stepped on board with me into one of my programs, she actually owns a makeup program and she is selling it through direct sales, but she knows her product really well. She doesn't know how to teach sales. Okay. And she know how to teach that to her team.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, that I see the all the potential then of helping not only someone sell but really grow and scale with the team. That's exactly. Amazing. So
1: if so, you might be a solopreneur struggling mm-hmm. with you know getting that closing sale. So you might want to join me, um, or you might be wanting to scale your business and be hiring people, but you're not quite percent sure who to hire. And that's where that four quadrants come in. Because I think in four quadrants of a business, you know, usually the first entrepreneur is probably really good at something in there. Like I know that you're a master at marketing, right? Um, I also know that you're pretty good at behind the scenes and tech stuff. But maybe you struggle with sales, or maybe you struggle with traffic. So two of those quadrants. So maybe then you want to hire people to support you in that. But then it's like, Who do I hire? Because we tend to hire people who are most like us when
0: really
1: (laughs) your ideal hire is someone who's probably the opposite of you. And how do you get along with them? How do you get them task driven? Because with four different personalities, their wants and needs and even payment is different.
0: Interesting. I never thought about that. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. and I'm just
1: speaking from experience because that's what I first did is I hired people that were just like me. I'm like, oh my gosh, we get along so well, and then I realized we're both the same personality and that we, like, I'm a starter. I'm not the greatest at finishing. yes,
0: (laughs) we all have some of
1: that. (laughs) Yeah, so I needed to hire someone who could do the finishing pieces. So for example, when we did our summit and we brought it online, I sort of knew what I was doing. But I didn't 100% know, which is why I hired Jenna to help me with that. Like, I need someone to, you know, finish this and get it going and help me along with that. And so don't be shy, too, that sometimes you are spending money to hire these people. or And it doesn't even have to be full-time hiring for people. Yeah, project-based. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, I've and, of that. It can
1: save you it can save you thousands of dollars in the long run and it can save you hundreds and hundreds of hours trying to do it all yourself yeah right so
0: big deal will you um, share with us maybe where someone started with you and then their success story end result um, that they got from working with you oh oh boy that's a hard one <laughs> To think back you- <laughs> just like a just a testament to your work kind of you know I know you're amazing at what you do but just for someone listening so maybe they're starting off in a similar place whether they're struggling with one of the four quadrants and kind of like you know where someone got to you know after working with yeah. you
1: yes so, um, so I'm going to use uh, another leader that I was I was working with, and she actually had coaching practice. Mm-hmm. And so she really struggled with she was great at getting people on to a discovery call because a lot of coaches have their discovery calls okay, to get yeah. to know them. She was doing a presentation really, really great. And then after she was working with me, um, I, I gently asked her, you know, well, next time you have a call, like – Do I have permission to maybe come in just so I can listen and hear with what you're saying and stuff like that? I did a lot of hands-on with that. um, She was actually getting yeses from the other people on the call, but she, in her personality, didn't ever want to be pushy or aggressive. And so she thought not asking for money.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's common,
1: yeah. <laughs> and so you after the call, and I'm like, I think you should call that person back or touch base with them, like ASAP within the next 24 hours or whatever, because they actually asked you on the call several times how they could work with you, and and stuff. And she goes, "What? They did?" And and it was just so eye opening for her because she she did a great presentation and stuff, but she didn't actually direct on how they could pay or work with her, even though they asked a couple times.
0: Oh my goodness. I didn't want to offend them. Yeah. So
1: worried about being pushy and aggressive yeah. that she didn't ask for it either, so.
0: I think we could all relate to that. I started that way too. <laughs> now I'm like, okay, if you do it now, here's a free, I'll add this in. <laughs> like, let's just get this rolling <laughs> over time. Right. I think it just changes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think too that a lot of
1: um, people who are are just starting out as well, they aren't maybe clear on what that offer looks like. Or even how to speak that authentic language of their ideal client. So, we do a lot of work with that too. Um, Another thing that I love working with people is that extrovert introvert, because I have worked with hundreds of ladies who are like self, self whatever. I'm an introvert, I'm not a salesperson, blah, blah, blah. And uh, it's I talk about this all the time, but an introvert and extrovert is actually just a shift in how you energize yourself.
0: Okay. It
1: has nothing to do with your sales qualities oh. or, or ability. in powerful asking too. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Being an introvert or an extrovert simply means that an extrovert gains energy by being around other people. So if you have a bad day and just talking with a friend or or you know, something that with another person um, will re-energize you, versus an introvert will get re-energized by writing in a journal, reading a book quietly, but something that's solo um done and then there's blend of the two so when people first meet me they think i'm definitely the extrovert but i'm actually kind of in between so when i do a lot of speaking and talking um i gain energy from both so if I'm speaking already, I regenerate by reading a book quietly. Or I love Sudoku. I'm like hooked on it. It's oh, like nice. it's <laughs> in my pocket. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll just be it's math, right? So it's like yeah. I'm doing math, and me, that's my downtime. And then, or opposite, um, when I'm at the law office and I'm doing a lot with books, when I come home, I actually need to talk to people and gain back up. Oh, on.
0: interesting. That's very, like, insightful because a lot of people do that without knowing they're doing that. Yes. And I'm a little similar, too. A lot of people think because of online that I'm very outgoing and go with the flow, but I actually very much go off in nature (laughs) on my own most (laughs) of the time. So to empower those uh, women watching who like thrive on I'll call it isolation but not in a bad way it's okay for that to be your way to recharge it's okay to have that be important in your business plan yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. and I love that you're um taking away like some shame that can be put around being introverted a lot. there's some people have some shame around that or there is shame like you need to step forward and be louder, do all the things, but you're pulling back and reframing it and saying, no, like this, you can run a successful business being an introvert.
1: Yeah, absolutely. How cool. My best leaders <laughs> have been, you know, introverts who are too shy or whatever. I'm like, you don't have to be me. I <laughs> yeah. don't want you to be me. I'm <laughs> really, you know, how I speak yeah. is how I speak. And I don't want, you know you to be a replica of me i want you to be who you are your strong suits you know how you speak and keep put that into your conversation while at the same time the listening skills of and then really speaking that the language of the person you're speaking to
0: yeah i actually really admire that about you too um because i do it to an extent but you really um help empower the person within themselves. Because I tend to be, I tend to do that, but I also have the system in place. But I love that you um, modify what you're doing. I see that, that you're amazing at that. Yeah. You modify it for who's in front of you, 100%. Yeah. Exactly. And, yeah. It's, and
1: it's not something, like I said, that you just learn overnight.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: can learn it. It can be taught. You can Practice a lot and be more comfortable. Um, and I really want women, like my mission in life, from that when I sat down and and said, like, what is it I want people to do and move women forward in self development and to really get their aha moments. Mm. So to get the idea that oh, something that I just said clicked, and then they can take it, use it, come back. You know, yeah. and tell me, Did it worked? Did it not work? Yeah. And, and that's that's what makes me the most happy.
0: Yes, which is which is great because that's what people most need. <laughs> so that works out really well. Well, thank you, Judy. Do you have any um thing that you'd like to share? We're almost near the end here. Any words of wisdom or anything that comes to mind? Anything we may have missed um, that any boss babe could use in her business? Do you have anything you'd like to share? Well- I
1: I have a bit of wisdom that actually is a collaborative wisdom. So, yeah, so when I was doing my summits, I've done two of them, and I've interviewed over 50 amazing six-digit income earners. Nice. And a, a lot of them my friends and some people who I trained myself. And I asked them all kind of that same question, like, If you were to go back to when you first started, where a lot of these women are at, like what advice would you give yourself? And I would say out of those 50 women, probably about 40 of them at least had this this same advice, which was, don't be scared and afraid to pay for a coach or mentor to help move you forward. And they all said it made the difference of them having made, you know, one or $2,000 a month to making over that 10,000 mark is when they actually paid to have someone help them.
0: I can relate. Yeah,
1: (laughs) Yeah. Because, The four quadrants of business, I'm going to go over them again real quickly, which was behind the scenes, your traffic, your marketing, and then of course, sales. We tend to wear all those hats to begin with, and I'm big on which one are you the most brilliant at, wear that hat, and hire out the rest.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's powerful, too. You're just dropping gold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, if I, I wish I had known these things when I first started. So I just mm-hmm. appreciate your, um, like, it's not a system, but just that you've really addressed and looked at these things to really help the people you work with so that they can yeah. start off right <laughs> instead of, I, you probably would have saved me a year. So for anyone listening, um, like what you said, hire a coach who really knows what they're doing because it'll save you so much time and so much money.
1: It, it will. And, and they will get you to where you want to be quicker. I mean, you know, I struggled with some of this doing it online and doing it myself for years because I thought I had to because I didn't have the budget. Mm-hmm. And then once I was able to set aside time to, instead of paying for the do-it-yourself, I would then ask people, "What? What if I had you do it for me? What would that cost?"
0: Yeah. And then a lot of the
1: do-it-yourself people or who, who sell those do-it-yourself type programs. Um, they never had people ask them that before. Cause I'm like, I, I also have a disability. So I have daily chronic migraines. So I'm, I only have X amount of good hours <laughs> that my yeah. brain can function and work through things and stuff. I mean, to this is my fun time, like being on podcasts and having the assessments. Those are actually my fun. That's where I, my genius opens up. So to me, that's not work. Um, but The behind the scenes and the technical stuff And then I just was like, how much would this cost for you to do it for me? And then people are like, oh, (laughs) so then they, then they'd have this. So they throw out something. And luckily because they didn't, nobody had asked them these questions before I got in on some really, really great deals and then just set aside the money for, uh, have it done for you. So if it's something that can be there all the time, like your website can be there all the time. Instead of worrying about it and figuring out all this stuff, there are some great, like you said, even in the groups, some great virtual assistants or other people who can put together a site for you anywhere, you know, under the thousand, which might not be the greatest, but the bones will be there, you know, all the way up to, you know, $2,500, $3,000 if you want it really optimized well. And these people are great at that. And the same thing with copywriting. I am not a writer. Ooh, I have a kitty behind me.
0: Oh, kitty! Okay. <laughs> I love it when animals and kids pop in. Oh, That is oh, this is hilarious. Cinderella. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. cute,
1: cute. I, I'm I'm sitting on a stool and and I felt something behind me. What is, <laughs> like, whoa, wait, yeah. <laughs> Um, and so if, you know, set aside money for some of that done for you, and then once it's done for you, and then have those people just show you how you go in and change a picture this, that, but I spent so many hours trying to figure out myself, and it was mediocre versus that is someone else's brilliance, and they know what they're doing, and same with copywriting, like, you're a writer, I'm more of a speaker, <laughs>
0: I love to yeah, speak, yeah. my,
1: uh, yeah, you would probably, you're chakra, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm very open there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And, but I'm not
1: the greatest gifted writer. And so I've paid people to do get to know me. They've known my style. And then they can do some awesome
0: copywriting for me. Mm-hmm. It's well I worth it. I love that. Time. That's amazing. And just one last time to thank you for all these jewels of wisdom. Um, your freebie. Um, yeah. Yes. Will you t- you want to do a quick shout out to it one more time? I will. Yeah. so
1: you can go to my site Um, like i said i'm not the behind the scenes tech person i had to revamp it a little bit ago it's still in the works but you know what you'll see the free assessment on there so if you go to com, there's a section there that you can just go right now grab them while i still have them i usually do them mondays and fridays okay and this is to um Find out where you are in your sales, where you want to be, Mm -hmm. and um, what's in the way of getting you from where you are and where you want to be. That's all that the assessment is about
0: that's amazing well if i was anyone watching and i may do it myself (laughs) jody's amazing she's just truly heart-centered when you're there with her you feel good and like she sees you and just brings out your beauty and if you were like me where life had just kind of torn you to shreds and you just need someone in your corner who's loving but will push you (laughs) jody's amazing so, Ario, right, well, thank you so much for being here today with us in Boss Babe. Um, for anyone watching, this is Jodi, um, and she's the Heart Centered Entrepreneur, and you can check out her, her website. We'll have links everywhere, whether you're in the group, um, on our podcast, or on our YouTube channel, you can check her out. We'll be getting, yeah, um, we're in a lot of places. We just want to spread love and joy um, and help lift everyone up. And thank you so much for being here today oh thank you (laughs) thanks all right we'll see everyone next time all right bye bye